Yo, 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 Eric. Spotlight on. Yo, what's up? The spotlight's on you, my friend. You you are a shining light in in a I'm world a of darkness. Star. Damn right. You, you stole the night. You stole the night, Eric. I would never do anything like that. I'm too Wouldn't scared you? of getting caught. No, you just steal gum. Or what did you steal that one point that you got in trouble? Oh, freaking Marvel trading cards. Yeah, Marvel trading cards. You don't steal the night. You just steal Marvel trading cards. And one you know time, what? never again. Yeah, never again. I told you the one time I found a gumball in a goddamn gumball machine. I returned it. The person looked at me like I was a fucking idiot. You kind of were. You kind of <laughs> were. I was. I was little. I, I was Did young you and I needed the money. you finders keepers? No. I was always the loser weeper. I always lost shit, and then people running around, no backsies and things. I'm like, it's not backsies, but I didn't agree with it. Ah, yes, it's the Spotlight, Eric. The Spotlight for the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. That's us, right? The DC Comics podcast. I get mixed up with all these other podcasts we're doing nowadays. All these things stretching me You mean that one other one? Yes. That's a lot. You even said, though, we we do the podcast, we get done Sunday night where, you know, it actually goes up. We get, like, that Monday to kind of breathe easy and right back to the grind. And by Monday night, you start dreading because you have to get your reviews done by the next night, and it starts all over again. Yeah, written reviews, which are on our site, weirdsciencedccomics.com. And, yeah, once I – usually Monday I have grand illusions of plans, like I'm gonna get two done tonight, and then I only have three tomorrow. And, I'm telling you, I've done that the past two weeks, and it just means that okay, there's no rest for the wicked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Monday night, I try to at least read my books. Like I, yeah. that gives me, you know, a leg up on the reviews, and then go. Uh, this week, I think I did. I can't remember. It's only Wednesday now, or it's Thursday today, right? All these yes. days they run together. But yeah, I think I read most of my books. On Monday night, and then I kind of got mad at one, and I stopped reading it, and then I did Fuck, man. Thing. I haven't been feeling well all goddamn week, and I was, haven't been able to sleep on top of it. So I was laying there just not being able to sleep. I got up at 3 o'clock in the morning and said, fuck it. I'm going to do some reviews. 3 a.m. reviews. Yeah. Sure, those are co- coherent. You're Actually, like, they're way better than ones from the, like, the next night Clark over. Clark Kent goes no here. <laughs> and, uh, boy, I could use a sandwich. Anybody have some salami? Start to re- I remember the one time... Uh, recently, I was watching a movie with Rafe and Logan. We were laying there in bed watching the movie, and I forget what I said. I wish he was here to tell. I said something like, "They're like, hey, Dad, do you like this movie?" I'm like, "You know what? The animals in the cages should be out." And it made no goddamn sense. And he still busts <laughs> me on it. I, I forget. I don't even know what the hell I was saying. That's why there have been times. I forget what review it was within the last six months that I, it might have been a flash one from a, a little past uh, when Rebirth started. And I was reviewing it, and I actually fell asleep on the goddamn keyboard. And then I woke up, and then I started writing a sentence, and I'm like, fuck this. I got to go to bed. And it was one of those Monday nights where I was trying yeah. to get ahead on, on things. Uh, the actual big podcast, which this is the spotlight of, it really we, – we record things through the week, but boy, by the weekend, it's like – all hands on deck. It, it, the whole shit. weekend involves recording. By the time I'm done editing it on Sunday night, I am so goddamn burned out. Uh, and really, it usually refreshes. This spotlight actually is the thing that recharges my batteries. And a lot of times, I'm sure, if people listen to the spotlight, they're probably, boy, Jim and Eric are always so funny. They're <laughs> laughing. They're head, they, you know, doing crazy shit. Uh, 
Uh, we haven't gotten yeah. to batten down all hatches no, yet. No, that's what I mean. This is almost like a bonus. The perfect so I'm like, storm hey. has not hit us. <laughs> no, it has not. Uh, but yeah, we are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, the Batman Podcast Network, and the Tangent Bound Network. So many networks, I can't even say it in one freaking sentence. But we sentence. are proud. We are members of everything, Eric. You are a member only. Member. You're a member. Hey, if you want to search us out and give us a, a virtual hug, Eric, here's where you can find us on the internet. You can find us on Facebook at Weird Science DC Comics. Podbean is Weird Science DC Comics at podbean.com. Twitter is Weird Science DC. And our website, which I said before, Weird Science DC Comics.com. You can also email us at Weird Science DC Comics at gmail.com. And really, the, the mail would be for the main podcast. And if you haven't listened to our main podcast, yes, it's about 10 hours long. Is that? average it will go up and down from that but it, you know 10 hours it's a it's an investment right, so but if you sure want to e if you want to email us we do read every email we get and you can email us about what you think of the comics what you think about life in general what you think about eric's jerk off voice yeah, things keep like it short, that though, huh? yeah, but we we do read every one of them in the mail sections we have to split them up into five bits and take about two Two and a half hours to do, and people love it. I like it. It's just by, again, while we're talking books and then the thing, boy, by the end, it's, it's like I'm looking for the escape hatch here of everything. Where the Life. fuck is the finish line? I'm telling you, I, I don't, I don't mean that. I mean, I'm looking at a gun that I load before every podcast and just have sitting there. Just waiting, Eric. Just one of these days, my precious. One, one of these, these days. days. Hey, the, I'll steal the night one of these days, you son of a bitch. But yeah, this is the spotlight. <laughs> and we are going to talk about two books. We did two books last week. And we enjoyed it so much because it does get us a little bit ahead of the game. Uh, we're going to do two books tonight, which actually, they're not a shocker to me. But they kind of are because we don't like to do... The biggest books. The spotlight is usually the big books, but we rarely have done these two together. I don't think we ever have. Uh, we've no, only never done, together. We no. have done an action comics and we have done a detective, yes. but that was the we've beginning never of done them together. Only because it's a weird thing to do together. Because when they fall in the podcast, they are the first two books that we talk about when they come up that week on the podcast. So it is a little odd to throw these two together. But we said the hell with it, uh, mainly because. I like both, but I didn't think both were great. I uh, just just to give people little hints of what my scores were. I know I heard. I like people, yours better than mine. That's yeah. Well, I I saw people going nuts about both of these, both Detective and Action Comics this week. Uh, Action Comics is is a funny one because it is kind of like a prelude to the what is Reborn. it? I am, uh, Reborn. I was like going to call it I Am Super. I'm, I'm so – these <laughs> Batman titles with I Am Bane and stuff. Hey, I'm super. I Am uh, Super. But you're yes, the Reborn. You're thinking of Supergirl being super yeah, is what you Maybe. But the, this is kind of like the prelude to that. Uh, and the Detective Comics is actually the start of that big story, which is the League of Shadows story. Uh, but we're going to get into this right now, Eric. And of course, as we always do, even in the big podcast, we are going to start with – Detective Comics. Of course we I are. am desperately trying to find my notes. Detective Comics number 951. Written by James Tynan IV. Art by Christian Ducey, Alex Sinclair, and Sal Cipriano. Woo-wee! Wow. The League of Shadows has arrived in Gotham, and, or, or have they? 
And whether or not Batman wants to believe they are real, Lady Shiva's making them deadly. Before the end of this issue, we find out how kick-ass Cass is, and Batman gets framed for murder. It's all a day or night in the life of the Bat family, but if Batman doesn't listen to Jacob Kane soon, there might not be a family left to speak of, Eric. Boom! <laughs> I'm telling you, I do get excited for the spotlight. So yeah, I have all this. Actually, I think the energy is uh, just being able to talk about these real quick. And I don't know why I'm mentioning the spotlight and it's something that will be in the main podcast. Because <laughs> you are an idiot, sir. I'm a fucking idiot. But yes, this is the start of the League of Shadows arc, Eric. It's part one. Part one. And you start out where it is months ago. Far from Gotham, three months far ago. Far from Gotham. If you remember, the last time or the first time we saw Lady Shiva, she was on the rooftops uh checking out uh Cass. Cass was, you know, sitting there and she was upset about things and whatever. Sitting there and pondering Lady, things like yes. killing him ballerinas. Yeah, and basically uh wondering, well, you know, if she's ever going to get over the fact that everybody she loves, when she sees them, she sees seven ways to kill them and shit like that. And she's she's a little depressed, uh, which does continue in this. But Lady she was there and like, don't worry, girl. Don't worry, girl. I'm a coming. Uh, but here's where you see where she got the idea. And it, it kind of. It did throw me off a bit. Uh, me and you discussed before recording uh, a little bit about it. But, yeah, she's there with what appears to be a higher up in the uh, colony. Now, I don't, I don't know. Colony agent. I'm just going to go with It's funny, though. I would love it. Some rando. I would love to say that I could point this out as Colony Prime. Uh, but that's not Honestly, the case. Honestly, that's what I was looking at when I first got this book. I'm like, holy shit, is this Colony Prime? Yeah, like, yeah. I have no idea. And the, the weird thing about it is as you go through these couple pages, you never see the colony symbol. It's, yeah. you know, covered and whatnot, even if it is there. But Lady Shiva has gotten this guy and she's interrogating him. And it, it, it's fucking badass. I mean, it, it this took is a wild badass. Interrogator too. She had to stick a whole shitload of swords oh my, in him and, first. And yeah, just imagine she has stuck swords in him and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven at least that you can see in this one deal. And they are going through him through a chair while he's also tied. And the fact of the matter is she is talking to him and I really do. I'll give James Tynan all the credit in the world. This speech that she gives him is fucking awesome. Where it's she just basically, and she basically says, "You're gonna tell me what's going on, you know what what I want to know." And and the guy's like, "I'm never gonna talk to you." And she's like, "You know, first off, she says, you know who I am,' and then say it, and he that's when he says Shiva. And then she's like, "Listen, you know you're already dead. You're gonna tell me this information that I want." And he's like, "I'm never gonna talk to you." And then she starts explaining exactly what she's gonna do to him and the thirty colony members, you know guys soldiers that she has it, and it's it is funny to me too because she talks about this to this one colony agent i'm thinking it really seemed originally that these 30 other freaking county agents are already dead and then she starts yeah. like oh well you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do this i'm like bitch you already told me they were dead what are you talking yeah. about and well she says you know you are already dead is the basically the big thing that she says just because like the 30 men you came with yeah yeah well i think she means already dead because they're all going to die soon. She's going to go through, and she even says, I'm going to go, and one of them is going to tell me shit. But she's allowing this guy who's in the lead, you know, that he's the leader. Uh, basically, <laughs> I, I listen. Imagine, yeah, he's he, she the revised leader. her story in my yeah. mind, like, this is the last guy left, and she's praying that he's yeah, she might. But to me, every other guy. to me, he's the big high, no, and she's you. giving him the option. Listen, you want your guys to suffer for fucking days because I will make them suffer. If you don't want that, you tell me what I want, and 
and then I will go and slice all their throats and kill them very quickly. And it's one of those that it is a uh, it's a Sophie's choice, Eric. Yeah, there's no you, winning situation here. No, no, and he does. He says what she wants to know, but that's where it's a little weird. Where he, he tells her, "Hey, listen, we were in Gotham. Batman got rid of us. Got, he has the Colonel. He has Jacob Kane. Uh, we tried to get him back. We couldn't." And he is not allowing us in Gotham. We're no longer, the colony's no longer welcome in Gotham. She slices his throat and then says, this changes everything. Alert the others. The League of Shadows moves tonight. And that's what I'm saying is the only thing I can wrap my head around is because the colony being in Gotham, she is obviously not afraid of the of colony she is Obviously. not afraid of them she is slicing through these guys easily she has 30 guys waiting to die after this as well the only thing i can think of that this explains is that while the colony was in gotham it was too much of a risk to go into Gotham as the League of Shadows because they would expose them. And the, the big thing with the League of Shadows is to not be exposed. They're going to yeah. do things and not take They're credit, all that sort of thing. Um, the only thing that I really do think this is, it is a plot device to show that Batman fucked up. That uh, all of a sudden, Colony's no longer welcome. This has kick-started the League of Shadows to go in, and this He's is another one. taking things into his own hands. Yes. has left Gotham and wide open this, for attack. And it's two things to me. This is to, number one, make Batman look like an idiot, uh, because he really is, and he keeps going. It's number two, kind of like a redemption story for Jacob Kane. He has warned them of this. He said that they were preparing for this. When we find out, or, you know, does this mean if Batman does... You know, find out because it does go on where he does go to Jacob. And I think yeah. he's going to continue to do this. If they are look like Batman's like, you know what? You are right. Does this mean that Jacob can kind of be let out a little to go with Kate in her own book? Maybe. I, or, you know maybe. what I mean? The thing is, it's just weird though. Cause we like the whole reason he's in this goddamn jail is because, you know, he set up these drones to go and kill 300 yeah. some goddamn people that he believed were, you know, League of Shadow fucking members. Mm-hmm. But he ended up, you know, in everybody's mind killing Tim Drake in the process. Yeah, he did that. And even that. Is, uh, well, well like, just you know, this like, thing is, like I said, Batman so I, not yeah. believing in that makes it so that any of those 300 people he thought he was going to kill innocent people. So Exactly. You know. And the thing is, so some of them could have been innocent. So even with the stand, like, yeah. that was collateral damage in his mind. He didn't really give a fuck as but long as he took out the, so, like, the agents he believed he thought yeah. were there. Well, it's so and, funny like, that – Don't as, let that shit pass. Yeah. As this was going on, uh, they do even mention that 300. And I'm like, ooh, they're really pointing out that, that thing. We haven't heard of that list in a since Tim Drake died, really, yeah. it's it's been a while, and they really want to point that out. I and even at the point where they go and and they're talking to Jacob while he's in his cell, he says to Batman, "Listen, go and investigate him." I'm like, "Oh yeah, that that just means that every one of them, Batman's gonna have a checklist. Y- check, yep, they're bad." And then and in the end, I do think this is like the it, it's not a full redemption. For Jacob Kane, he's still a piece of shit who tried to kill Batman at the least, and his thing killed Tim Drake as far as Batman as knows. As so, knows. You know, yeah. that that's tough. Uh but yeah, I think that this is his kind of redemption to get him maybe to go to Kate's book. But it continues where you have Batman then because this was again, that whole start was three months ago. So you go to the present where Batman's hanging out. He's talking to Kate. Uh they're talking on the comms and it all pretty much boils down to them talking about Cass. Uh, that uh, it cast- boils down to that, and that fucking Batman, when now that he's freaking working with the mayor, has really cleaned up the city. There's nothing for them to go out and do except for a few muggers that the police had already picked yeah, up. But uh, Gotham it's- is quiet, and that never that shit never happened. You know, it's weird. I don't think that that has to do with the mayor. 
I think that that's the League of Shadows. The League of Shadows at this point are already in the city. I think that they have stopped anything going on uh, because the whole thing even throws me off with, uh, like, you know what I mean? Batman doesn't deal, and it's weird where he says, hey, I got to go talk to, uh, ever since you started your sessions with Mayor Haiti weeding out some of the basic corruption, crime is at its lowest in years. I don't think that that's really the case. I think that that's what they think. Uh, only because at the one point, Batman says, I'm going to go and talk to Haiti, see if he comes through with these judges that are bad. Yeah. To me, that's not Batman work. I, I don't know why Batman's involved in five or whatever number of judges that they claim are dirty. This would be Haiti would probably – if it's Batman, he'd probably send him right to Gordon. What, what is Batman going to do? No, no. Go, Gordon was – I mean Gordon. Freaking Batman is all about this. Yeah, we normally get to see I him do so. the freaking supervillain shit, but he is all about taking out corruption yeah, in Gotham But the thing well. is the minute that he gets that evidence – it's non-valid. He is a vigilante. He can't. Go, he doesn't show up in court and get these guys. You tell me that he goes and punches them in the face. Uh, that's something different. But this is actually evidence in a crime of corruption. It's not a Batman thing. And when if Batman would get involved with that, like I said, that's the whole point of Batman. Not none of his criminals. You know, they always point to that. None of his villains get arrested because in the end, he's a vigilante. Everything he does is not on the books and on the law. So to me, he would get that and just send it right to, you know, a DA or a Gordon. It just seemed weird to push Haiti with something about corrupt judges. See, that's I the just, thing, though. I, this is one of the aspects I really liked in the last issue when we saw that he was going to work with uh, Mayor Haiti is that, you know, yeah. he is like has his fucking fingers in all the goddamn pies he can right now preparing yeah. for whatever he can. He wants to make sure that Gotham is the securest yeah. place he fucking can. Him working with Haiti with all this shit, he's working on the interior of Gotham. Yeah, but as like him I and his said, Belfry he crew can't. are doing the exterior. Yeah, like I said, though, he can't. Batman himself cannot do anything about corrupt judges because the minute he gets involved, he is a vigilante. It, the, the evidence is done. I'm saying if he's he, might, he might he might have pointed Haiti to where the evidence was, and he might have gone and got it then. Yeah, no, because he even says at the point he says, "I'm going to see Haiti to see if he comes through with his promise." Like he has, you know, he says, "I'm here. It's time for me to see if Haiti's lived up to his end of the bargain this time." And he says, "This time, like uh, yeah. shit's gone wrong." That's why I don't think I think that the League of Shadows coming in has actually calmed down some of this, some of this uh, freaking, you know, not corruption, but he says, "I." want the evidence to put six district judges behind bars it seems weird that batman would be involved in that maybe it's just me but her saying that crime's at his lowest the crime that he gets involved with is never you know it's not a guy freaking it's bad metahuman you know craziness what what would stop that because of mayor haiti you, you know what? I, it just seemed off to me that it was really forced that just him working with Mayor Haiti, which appears to be like maybe, you, you know, this would be how long? It doesn't even seem like it'd be that long. No, uh, I'm telling you, I have no idea how long it's been between just, the last I'm issue and this. It just, maybe it's a two nitpick, weeks but, that, it, but it throws me off that Batman would be involved in finding corruption of, of six district judges and put them behind bars. That's not a Batman. That's not a vigilante thing, but he's going to find out. It's it's just a push towards getting him to go visit Mayor Haiti, yeah. who happens to be dead. He is, you know, he's dying at this point. It's it's his last breath, but he has bat, bat symbol Freaking shit. Oh, you, but you're you know. even going over, you're going over your favorite part though. Yeah, how the freaking talking to Kate yeah, that is about, 
uh, how friggin' you know, like Cassandra, since she's like, yeah. you know, spoiler left, I don't know if anybody's really talking to her as no. a human and not just a friggin' orphan. Well, and, and so in the, yeah, we should in, do something nice for her. In the meantime, they do. She points out that they're, she's watching them all fight, and it's the whole team. They're fighting uh, in, the in the mudroom, and it's a bunch of karate chopping penguins, and she's like, man, I, I since when did... Funny as it was funny. Uh, it's, you know, it's the whole team going, but Cassandra is really kicking ass, and Kate's like, you know what, this is awesome, but, you know, are you afraid of Cassandra? Like, if she really fought you, have you ever thought through what would happen? And Batman just says right away, I'd lose. Yeah. Uh, he knows that Cassandra is easily can, – can just take him out. And she's like – and then that's the thing, though. She is going a little over the top. And that continues from that uh, detective, the, the oversized issue last, where they said yeah, – where they went to those traffickers and she went a little bit over the top and Batman had to reel her back and things like that. Uh, and but like they're every starting, time she talks to anybody, all she sees is ways to kill yeah, them immediately. And, and, and they're starting to worry about her and they're like, you know what? Like you said, since Stephanie left, she hasn't really had any personal contact. And Batman says, listen, maybe we should go out not with Orphan but as Cassandra. And that's when Batman goes, maybe we could take her to the ballet. Like you son of a bitch! That's all you know about her. That you know they put all of a sudden they, because they pushed it that last issue. They have to and really like back in Batman and Robin Eternal yeah, as well. Yeah. You know that's the only thing that anybody's that's ever all. grabbed a hold of with her. Yep. I'm telling you, it got me so angry freaking like reading this part just because it just reminds me of all these Christmases and birthdays where like like family members like ooh he likes this one thing and it's yeah. just overabundance of that one thing. Like there is more to me than just Army of yeah. Darkness or some yeah. shit like that. Oh, I'm telling you, my mom. Uh, for Easter, she uh, at one point I told her, you know what, Mom, I really like white chocolate. Uh, to this day, if I actually talked to her, this Easter I would get to a milk or a white chocolate. I haven't liked milk chocolate for probably twenty five years. I, I don't like it anymore. I get fucking ill from it. There's my mom. I know you love this white chocolate, Jimmy. Like, yeah, I don't love that, and I don't love you. Get out of my house. Uh, but, yeah, also at one point she was uh, pretty sure that I loved Hot Pockets, which I've grown to enjoy a little. But that at that <laughs> point, not a big fan. She bought me like two cases of them when I came home one time from college. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do that? I'm like, it's my, you know, my brother Stephen. I'm like, Stephen likes these, not me. Jesus Christ, Mom. Just even you pretend you care. Yeah, that was a college. Jesus Christ, that was like a feast. Uh, but yeah, it was funny. And then Kate's like, I have, you know, tickets behind home plate for the Knights. And we talked about it. And like, we were like, we didn't know that the Knights were also the baseball team no, name, but I'm I, I sure went they are. I looked it up then. And as the football team is the Knights and the freaking baseball team are the Knights. Yeah, I, I would figure that it makes it easier that way anyway. So, uh, but yeah, the that, I had to wade through a bunch of shit with that too, because it was a different goddamn, I think it was the Gotham Rogues in the freaking okay. uh, Dark Knight Rises movie when yeah, freaking. Yeah. No one did that shit. Yeah, I'm like, that's not because I always thought of the Knights as the football team. I never yeah. thought of the baseball team at all. And like, I guess they're the Knights, but that kind of that's kind of lazy to me. Why not give again, them the proper well, name? Again, when the New York Giants were in New York, they also yeah. had the uh, football. Uh, you know, I'm saying the baseball team when the Giants yeah. were actually in New York and things like that. Gotham has too much crime for you to have to get creative with fucking team names. They just want the Knights, and, uh, and away they go. Fucking, they're going to go the way of the bad burger. And all of a sudden, we got the Gotham City Jokers over yeah, here. Yeah, no, I have the Jokers and crazy shit. But yeah, this is where uh, where I was getting at. Where Batman goes in to see the mayor. He goes in and mayor haiti is uh you know he's pinned to the wall again again you see this and it's like okay i get this league of shadows mo they like to use multiple swords to pin people to shit and and i think that that was a good way to frame people yeah at the beginning it was a good way to show that so once you see this right away you're like holy shit but yeah each of the the swords has a, a bat handle 
And you're like, oh, crap. And the police show up. The police had already been called. Uh, very similar in the New 52. Remember when Catwoman went in to uh, uh, see, I think it was uh, Louis the Stash, possibly. Right, right. And when, when she he got, got when there. He, he was dead at his death. He yeah. was dead, and the police showed up right away. It's like that classic deal where they call the police right afterwards. So Batman shows up, and these guys are like, you know, freeze, Batman. Holy crap. And he's like, listen, it's not what it looks like. I'm like, they're well, not going to listen to you, Batman. Get out I'm that window. Saying, isn't what it looks like. Hold on. Two seconds. I'll raise my hands, but I just want you to think to yourselves for two goddamn seconds. How is it possible that I brought all these swords with me? Yeah, really. Yeah, really. Just with these swords. But also, they're like, uh, yeah, sure it isn't. And they, he says then, you're going to want to call the commissioner right now, or this is going to be very bad evening for you. I'm like, Batman, you got to dial it back a little. I mean, this looks bad. It looks really bad. You better just get the hell out. And that's where they say, you know what? You're going to talk to him downtown. And then he throws this, you know, the, the standard smoke grenade, and he jumps out. Uh, the guy, though, it's funny because the one policeman just starts screaming, Batman has killed the mayor, Mayor Haiti. I repeat, Batman has killed the mayor. I'm like, he's really, you know, I think there might be an investigation. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's something that's kind of, you know, you have to have that. But it, yeah. it just made me laugh that this guy's just screaming and yelling. But they do shoot Batman, and he falls to a a, a rooftop. But then you go from there. Well, uh, he you sees know, somebody there too. I'm, I don't know if that's supposed to be Lady yeah, Shiva. There's there, a shadow. The I think it's Lady Shiva. I do think he's seen Lady because Shiva. Because at first I didn't even notice her shadow there. It just yeah. looks like Batman, you know, hit the freaking uh, uh, roof after he got shot, rolled around, and then yep. looked up with a surprised look on his well, face. And like, again, oh, I see he, look. oh, there's a shadow. And he does that, and it does go with a. It has a narration right there, a, a word deal that is actually Jacob's, but it is pretty cool where he gets up, looks, sees her, and then it says this is how it starts. And, yeah, I, I do think that he sees it's Lady Shiva, which may be the reason why he keeps demanding that this League of Shadows is not a thing because this is where they go and talk to Jacob. Kate and Batman go to talk to Jacob in his cell, and he says, this is how it starts. This is how they play. They're going to come into town. They're going to attack everything. They're going to make you look like a murderer. They're going to frame you. They're going to do it, and they won't take goddamn credit for it. They work in the shadows. They're the League of Shadows, and yep. Batman just will not stop he is so stubborn he's like i didn't come, come here for conspiracy <laughs> yeah, theories for conspiracy theories and that's where jacob and everything jacob says here right on 100 yeah, yeah. i'm with jacob because he's like yes you damn well did and stop being stubborn you have to get to work and this is where he says this is what the colony was trying to prevent and that's why i think that it's going to lead to jacob kind of being right we're already seeing that but it's also why i think the League of Shadows may have shown up because they were there to stop them. Yeah. Now it's a, it's free and clear. But why do you get the idea then the League of Shadows always want – is it one of those like Raja Go always wanted to get Gotham and things like that, that this is what the League of Shadows is doing? I just don't – you got to tell me why they're coming to Gotham or why well, it's so important. Too, you know, in, my, in my understanding of things, I always thought that the League of Shadows was just another name for the League of Assassins. Like I yeah. just thought it was interchangeable, but here it seems to be two separate yeah, entities. Well, no, because every so I'm time – out of my depth with this. Well, that's the thing. The whole time, Batman kept saying, "No, it's a myth. They don't. They don't. They're not real." He knew the League of Assassins is real. Yeah. He just, ah, eh, this League of Shadows. That's just something they made up to scare the. Like it's almost like the League of Assassins or League of Shadows is what the League of Assassins have nightmares about. You know, like that whole fucking yeah. cliche. But yeah, it's crazy because Batman just will not accept it. And at this point, I'm. I just keep thinking, Batman. I don't care. What you call it, 
there's some bad shit happening, and you better fucking go. Like Jacob says, at this point, just get it through your thick skull that whoever is out there may not be what you think the League of Shadows is, but they're here, and they are killing people, and they're framing you, and to the point where they're, they're, Batman can't figure out, you know what I mean, like the mayor's dead. All these things are going around. He's got to well, react. Okay, no. Up until the point where we get to the end of this thing, you know, we just know that somebody has framed Batman for the death of Mayor Hedy. This could be just one of fucking one of Batman's many rogues gallery goddamn villains it's true, at this but point. The, so the issue him going is... off about the whole thing, like, oh, it's the League of Shadows, this big mythical yeah. cult kind of shit. You know, it is not that big, goddamn. It's just one yeah, dead body that, made me look like. Yeah, but did, that's you know? I don't I don't agree with that. Only because why then would he go to Jacob and start asking about it? He actually went to go talk to Jacob here. Like, he left there, saw Lady Shiva, and then went to go talk to Jacob. They just didn't happen to, you know, run across him. It looks like they went to talk to him. He went to talk to him about it, though all of a sudden he starts yelling and screaming about it. But, yeah, then he says they bring up that 300 people, and that's the only thing. The the real thing, I think, is that Batman doesn't want to accept that there's 300 people, sleeper cell agents, it seems, in Gotham, under his nose and yeah. and also to the point where jacob was just going to kill them without what seemed to be any evidence it was just you know on it but he does have that list and says to batman go and find these 300 people go find out which are dangerous which are killers who is part of this and you'll see i'm right and then uh he also says to batman listen you're going to be surrounded by people and you are not going to know who are ordinary frightened people or the most dangerous killers on the planet until it's too late. And to me, that's a little bit too on the mark foreshadowing of what yeah, happens seriously. at the end. I mean, just the fact that he mentions frightened people and things like that. Uh, but yeah, he, he, he's concerned for Kate and says, you know what? You got to don't die because of his pride. Don't die because Batman's pr- proud. Just, you know, I want you to live. Please stay safe. And she says, I will. Uh, as she goes, she's going to say something to Batman. Batman's standing there. She's like, Batman, I, and I don't know, I, is she going to say, I believe him? I really think we got to look into it. In the meantime, they get a call from Luke, and he's like, Jesus Christ, you got to see this. And, yeah, Lucas. And it's that there's these two reporters on, you know, the evening news. The and all of a sudden, yeah, and all of a sudden, they become jokerized and they start laughing, and then they, they pass out at least, or possibly. They- Die. die. They're dead. Yeah, yeah, they're dead. And they get word that the town, it, Gotham, has out of the sewers, there uh, is Joker I'm telling, toxin. I'm telling you, though, when they die, because they've been playing this for like this news broadcast like over and over for like, I think Luke says like an hour or some shit like that. Yeah. And when they felt like the whole group finally sees it, they're all shocked to see it, but only Clay Place. Oh, hell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I know. For some reason. <laughs> oh, hell. Oh, hell. And that's when Kate says, listen. Uh, Batman, my father, and uh, you know, she probably like, my father's right. And he says, listen, the League of Shadows, it's too easy an idea to be true. I'm like, I don't know that. It's like Occam's razor. Go with what seems to be the easiest, th- you know, explanation. But you well, know that because. Saying, though, it's like, you know, even if it is the too easy, we have some serious shit going down. We yeah. have to get to the bottom I mean, of this. He is so it is. like, it's almost like he's like me where uh, you, you say you like something. I am going to, I'm not going to listen to anything you say. I'm just going to demand I hate it. Even if it's the greatest thing ever, I'm going to come up with some reason why I hate it. Basically, because you like it. That's yeah, it. This is like, basically, to me, Batman just do, does not want to admit that Jacob was right. And he just keeps going with it. And he says, perhaps this is someone who was inspired by the myth of it all. And then she says, or you're wrong. And then he's like, huh. 
or I'm wrong. And yeah, maybe it is Lady Shiva technically at the end. I, I get the idea. Lady Shiva and this, her made up League of Shadows, they will kill 40,000 people. And then at the end, Batman will say, Hey, Lady Shiva, are you the League of Shadows? And she'll go, Well, you know what? I was kind of inspired, but I'm right. I knew and that's it. All he says, I knew it. I win. And he'll fucking start cheering and just walk away. The detective squad is disbanded. It's now. so great. Kate's like, But Batman, 40,000 people died. I don't care. Batman's always right. <laughs> just it wasn't because away. of the League of Shadows, though. And does the, he does the on his ass as he walks away. <laughs> One for the bat. But yeah, they, they get the whole team. They head downtown. Everybody appears to be Jokerized. They're all fighting. And uh, Clayface and Cassandra are there. You have a little thing where uh, Clayface says, hey, what's wrong, kid? You scared? And it's I a like little bit with, with him. Yeah, I Clayface do. trying to like, tell yeah. her how he's not scared, even though yeah. he obviously is. Oh, yeah. Clayface is petrified. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> she's so like, no. Me, but I like it. And it's weird because I said to you, it seems like Cassandra talks more in this issue than she has in the whole time during Rebirth. And not just like I'm saying, oh, it's good. They're giving her FaceTime. It's that before she would just say, no, please, hurt. Whatever. She's actually starting to say sentences. I, I know that's against her character a little bit. I don't care because it, now you're getting to hear something. You can't go the whole time of her just saying one word, right? No, And she obviously. says – yeah, she says to Clayface – She was just being an orphan story in my yes, mind. and she says uh, – you know, and uh, yeah, because at one point, if you didn't read Batman and Robin Eternal, uh, just to bring it up again, her father was a piece of shit who used her as like a weapon. That's where she gets all this. She just used trained her to be orphan. a weapon. There's no need and, for weapons to talk. Yeah, and at one point – she kind of had to make a decision. Was she going to go with mother and her father and mother being the villain, not her actual mother? Uh, and she didn't. She chose to be good. I think this is the next progression because the Lady Shiva will probably try to get her involved as well. I'm not even sure because it looks like by the end of this that the League of Shadows even has something to activate. I can't tell you that Cassandra won't be activated at one point to kind of be a, you know, like a, a controlled by the League of Shadows. I don't know. The whole thing of them so pushing. Somehow, what you're telling me is that mother, like, like mother got taken care of. Lady Shiva, she got a hold of the sound, the satellite reprogram. Yeah, I don't it, even think it might just be. No, I, like, I huh? think if anything, she might know something that would trigger her to go. There, there is a, there has to be a reason why it was brought up that Batman thinks that he wouldn't be able to defeat her. That, oh, that yeah. was that line was just there. So we're going to get a fight down the line, and we'll see what happens. Uh, and even the whole thing, even the whole thing. Why out of nowhere we see that Cassandra's sitting there thinking about all the ways that she could kill Batman in that Detective Comics anniversary issue. I mean, we see. We're oh, yeah, really we being pushed. set up, but I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying everything. Yeah, we're, we're really being pushed that she and Batman are going to fight, and I think that might be how because uh, this ends up where the people who are supposed to be Jokerized, they're not. And Cassandra sees it right away. She and realized, she's like, no, they're pretending. Yep, and she goes, no, something wrong. No, pretending. And Batman's like, pretending. And then everybody stops what they're pretending to be jokerized and they get out swords i don't know where these guys have these swords <laughs> it's like like you Same said with batman. batman would have had them 10 yeah, swords a couple of these guys, they, they got them goddamn katanas they pull out one guy has like a halberd in the back i don't know where okay, he did that all thing. of a sudden they become the goddamn gang from big trouble in little china yeah yeah and really if i saw a guy i would think it's the guy from uh uh 
Fat Albert who can pull shit out of his afro because I don't know where they got these these weapons. Uh, but yeah, they're going to go after Batman and say like, yeah, and then they say what's wrong with their eyes and they are just full black. And again, it did seem at the beginning like that colony you know leader had black eyes, but it was hard to tell because yeah, of I'm the Johnny, for, for a little the bit art. there because it looked like he was crying at the one point, yeah. and then as we like leaned in, like we went closer in on the freaking panels. Like when she's like, say my name. It's almost like yeah. she was controlling him to a degree, yeah. but you couldn't yeah. really tell because of how dark it and was. And it was weird. If he could be controlled, you really wouldn't have to go through that much of an effort of what she they did. She had prepared that speech, yeah. man. She wanted to and say she, it no matter what. She likes pinning people to furniture and walls and things like that. But yeah. Now, this- I'm trying to remember. In the in the Monster Men's store, I know we don't like talking about that, but yeah. in the cave there, did the people's eyes turn yeah. black when they yeah, went they crazy? Yeah, they turned black. Yep. So yeah, uh, we're, ta- we're dealing with something with the Monster Men oh, virus please, too. Please, please so don't, please don't, don't throw that in because with here. yeah, the thing is they they're throwing that Monster Men. I thought that they were pushing that aside into the Batwoman book and was helping. So well. we'll see. Uh, yeah, this may end up like all of a sudden now. Uh, goddamn Sh- Hugo Strange was a fucking. He was being controlled. That that's why they. But uh, I'll kill somebody. And please don't put the Monster Men in this. But we'll see what's going on. I agree. Uh, that, it's just weird though that they're there and got just to go after Batman because. If anything, I'd want to stay clear of Batman. He's the one guy who could bring you down. But yeah, it seems like. But if you uh, take him down beforehand, you know, with with him being off kilter like this thing, then you have no guy. Nobody's so goddamn stubborn. It's like over the top. Uh, But yeah, the art was really good. Uh, It was a setup story. There's a lot of setup here uh, to get you going with the League of Shadows. I I really really did like like it. I'm telling you, up until this point, I like, you know, we were dealt with Colony, we dealt with the Monster Men, we dealt with, like, you know, some other shit, but. I was not looking forward to this freaking League of Shadows story just because I'm like, all right, it's going to give us more of this colony nonsense. I didn't really care for that. And it might even give us this monster, man, which I don't care for at all. But this setup issue really got me like interested. I, like, yeah, I want to see where this goes because on the scale it's doing, it's almost like I wasn't a fan of Endgame. I like the idea of it, though, like a whole like yeah. citywide fucking uh, problem. This seems a lot like it already. We just use them using the goddamn Joker. Yeah, again, here's not, the thing, though. I'm uh, interested city to see wide, I don't even think it's that citywide. It seems like they're really pushing that this is the 300 people. There'd only be 300 people going on. Now, now again, the League of Shadows might be fucking around in the city. I don't think that everybody in the – I think this is very isolated in this one spot where they headed because they yeah. headed you know, to uh, Adam Square. Square. Square, yeah. yeah and they there, and there's all these people. But I, I do think that these are the people. And what's going to happen is Batman's going to go. They're going to probably end up whatever they do. Uh, I believe they'll do something. I think they'll do something. Well, it's in this whole thing, but yeah. But even so, if there's not, then it's even more isolated. I think. Say there's a hundred people here, and somehow they knock them out. Batman's definitely going to go through all of these to find out who they are and match them to this list. And if they're all on this list, he's got to go to Jacob and say, okay, what are we going to do next? Because you're right. These people are part of this. I'm saying that we, we had them eternally, though, but we also have a whole league of shadows that are coming to Gotham as well. Yeah. They might already be well, here here's that are the coming thing on too. top of that. The, the funny thing about the league of shadows, uh, we don't even know how many people are involved. No, have no uh, I have no idea. We've only seen Lady Shiva and her fucking manservant. Yeah, we've seen know. Lady Shiva and a guy that she's talked to. I don't know that the actual league of shadows are just her, a couple guys, and then these sleeper agents. Whoever we'll have to she see. takes you know, control of what this yeah. 
yeah, black ooze yeah. somehow. Yeah, we'll have to see. But uh, I actually gave it a 7.5 on the site pretty much because it was all set up. I did like it, but uh, there are parts where the whole thing with Jacob and talking, yes, it fits perfectly, but we've seen all of this before. Now, it makes sense. They went to talk to him, but it's a repeat. It really is set up for me. Uh, this is a jumping-on point, and I think it's a really good jumping-on point. So if you I. weren't watching or reading Detective Comics up until now, you could just grab this issue and be right in with this story because they do repeat a lot. They repeat, you know, all the stuff with Cassandra. Oh, she likes the ballet. Like I said, there's a lot of pretty on-the-spot generic things, though. Everybody is explained. The only thing they didn't fucking talk to you about in this goddamn thing was the Monster Men and Tim Drake dying pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Like, and really, like they I, even talked about spoiler leaving. Yeah, so you they have, have the, spoiler like, involved. Thrown in there, so you I were actually, all caught up for the most part. I was really hoping to get a little more Azrael and Batwing because I, I liked them so much in that last issue. But yeah, we'll see them from here on out. But yeah, oh, yeah I just okay. thought that this was... It's about time we got an orphan story in my mind. Uh, she has been sitting in the background yeah. doing nothing yeah, this entire yeah, I like, uh, But yeah, I think I'm going to go up to an eight actually after talking about it uh i gave it a seven five like i said because it was a lot of setup and for somebody reading all the issues i'm like okay i got this let's go on because the stuff the bookends of lady shiva three months ago being badass and then the end where she's controlling or at least you think she's controlling these people to kind of stop pretending and to attack the bat family i think that part's awesome i love so those I. parts uh, the middle was just to catch it get everybody up to speed in my mind but uh, I so it I well, gave it we had that fun goddamn freaking uh, mud room little display yeah, again, it was that one was panel fun. you know i, yeah, it, I was, was, I'll say it, was, it was a couple panels yeah it I wasn't much penguin doing kung fu but i thought it was fun in the banter between kate and batman i liked yeah i did i actually I, didn't like that as much as as you I, I yeah. thought it was a little too jokey I'll at say, this point. With that, though, I'm giving it a seven point eight out of ten, yeah, so I'm yeah. even lower than you are. Yeah, man. yeah, uh, I did like it. I think that this is uh, it has up my excitement for this uh, this League of Shadows story. The, the other thing I'm going through it just seems weird. I know this sounds odd, but it seems weird to have a bunch of panels where Kate's smiling. Like she is smiling over the top, like she can't stop smiling. It's and you to see said, people being happy. You said he, he, Batman has that line. I shouldn't have let you talk to Superman. And she goes, "Let me." And you have this whole idea. Oh, I want to see what happened. I you're never going to see that. May, but I, I like the idea. He may show up in in her book, and you'll be like, "Oh, that's when." But it doesn't make sense. No, <laughs> we'll see what goes on. But not chronologically, gonna, not at all. Yes, we're going to move on to your next your book, the next book, which is your book. Go on. Thank you. Action yes. Comics number 974, written by Dan Jurgens, with art by Patrick Zercher, Steven Segovia, Art Thibber, and Rob Lee. In this issue, Superman has to save Lana Lang from her whole powers killing her problem, while Hank Henshaw breaks into his Himalaya fortress that was formerly a Colorado fortress. While all of that yeah. was going on, human Clark Kent was trying to woo the hell out of Lois Lane, but she's taken a woman who... Well, but she's a taken woman who don't have no time for that. Too bad she won't. She wasn't watching for a tale on her way home because when this, when we end this issue, the human Clark Kent discovers her family and sees the obstacles that are in his way of making Lois Lane his own. Yeah, yeah. Now the, the big thing. This Sorry, I was trying seem... to make a joke. She ain't got time for that. I threw me the whole fucking yeah, thing off because I wrote it out the way it was supposed yeah. to be. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and th- this does lead into the. Uh... What the hell is it? Reborn storyline and yeah. all that, because I think this continues next in Superman, right? It even says at the end. Yeah, Superman starts to Reborn, and then we go into action with Reborn. But the thing is, too, it's like, I don't know, like, this really does feel like an ending to this arc, the Mild Manor arc. Yeah, and yeah. I, I haven't read the solicits for Reborn and what's gonna, it's gonna entail at all, but, like, I don't know where the human Clark Kent has a place in that if he does it all, or if we're gonna no, be No, because the, the whole thing is, to me, 
it, this is all going back to pre-Flashpoint Superman realizing who he is yeah. uh, for real, and it, it ties in with who Clark is as well. I think that okay. these all tie together. Uh, Hopefully. I, I'm just like, I, I don't have theories uh, only because it, it is odd. Everybody's going with their theories about things. Now, you have to remember if this is – people are saying clone and stuff, but we'll talk about that at the end. Uh, yeah. But it starts off where you said Superman has 800 fortresses now. It's uh, so it's crazy. Nonsense. I'm telling you, th- he has two goddamn fortresses. At some point, they had to have retconned the Colorado fortress to be the Himalaya the fortress. Himalayas. And we saw that it, happen. At one point, he started going to the Himalayas, and we were like, what the fuck happened to the issue. Colorado? Yeah, and we were wondering what happened to Colorado, and this does seem – the Himalayan one uh, certainly looks like the – fortress that was in colorado it's and again exactly this is same. yeah and to explain to people why there would even be two this is pre-flashpoint superman when he came to the new 52 uh he didn't have a fortress obviously no. he's not from this universe and he did say at the beginning of rebirth when he, they explained it that he said he felt wrong even following this new the new 52 superman to his own fortress so he made his own fortress with remembrance you know memories of what the tech was it, it yeah. was very hokey because me and you even said when the fuck did he become like this it was type a jerry of rigged fortress yes it was jerry though he has kalex and it, it's a little too much but it's okay he yeah, had his I, own I don't fortress mind at all. He, it was he, a big thing he- he had his fortress because the pre fifty two Superman, pre Flashpoint Superman, he was around for a long time. He yeah. spent a lot of time in his fortress. He would remember some he shit. He remembers stuff. That super it's like too. me. I'm in my house, Eric. All of a sudden, I'm in another universe, and you know, I have a microwave that I use every day. I'm not building the fucking microwave. I don't know how it works. Superman. We'll go with it. Yeah, Superman. He fucking what did he fucking flex at it and it, it made itself. Look, it's Superman's fine. No, power like is it. he's good at anything he tries. That is true. And we did say that when he had – and this was all in the Lois and Clark book at the end of New 52 where he had his Colorado Fortress. He kept that a secret from Lois. That was a big sticking point when they went yeah. there. Uh, but it was cool. It was really cool and we really liked the idea of him having his own fortress. He even had the part where he came in through the, the roof – like through the thing and went down a tube. It was really cool. Like you said, it seems like that's retconned into this Himalayan one. I'm uh, telling you, at some point though, because of people bitching like us, it's going to be a mistake somewhere and it's going to go back to the Colorado. Yeah. It's going to drive us fucking nuts. Yeah, all of a sudden he'll go and he's like, boy, I haven't been here in a while. Like you son of a bitch. But yeah, at but this the, whole, point, the whole point is we're, we're at the frigid fortress here. We're taking, we're taking Lana Lang from that Himalayan fortress to the actual fortress of solitude in the Arctic to try to help her with her powers problem because yeah. it's killing her. And uh, the whole thing is they have no diagnosis. They don't know what's wrong with her. Her fucking powers aren't matching that of the New 52 Supermans, but they're very similar because they're Kryptonian-based. They're Kryptonian, yes. And uh, so he gets the idea, you know what, like uh, on his Earth, after he came back from the dead during the death of Superman, like he was really weak. And so at first he came out in this Kryptonian battle armor that is, you know, able to heal you while you're in there in case you get any damage. And it's very odd to me because – this Kryptonian battle armor is in the Fortress of Solitude, but as we saw in Superman Rebirth, the regeneration matrix is not. So it's no. weird to me that we have one but yeah. not the other. They, and uh, the other thing, though, in the first page, or the second page, actually, because they fly in, and in that, they're talking, and that's when Lana wakes up, and she's like, Clark, Clark, and he's like, I'm here. And then she says, how can you be here when I just saw you there? And this is the whole thing. When Lois died, she's like, yeah, she, she started talking to yeah. Clark. She's like, Clark, I understand, though. Lana said the same thing. So this is another one of those mysteries of whatever is going on. There is something more even when they're dying or supposedly dying. 
shit's gone wrong I'm and wherever you, they're this going. Reborn bit, whatever happens, I really hope that we don't bring back the new fifty two Superman because we have too many doppelgangers yeah. already. Well, the thing is when she's like, I see you, I, I I don't know if that has anything to do with the last issue when Clark went then the human Clark went in and right. teleported away and things like that. Like something is going bonkers. And it is odd. Uh, to me, the, the biggest fear I have going from this, just with this Lana thing, when she's like, oh, how can you be here? I just saw you there. It seems just like too much nonsense to tie up even in a story. Oh, I know. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really worried already that it's going to be like this explanation that we're just going to have to it's go just with. It's going to be an info dump. That's what I mean. That, that they're going to be like, oh, this sense. happened and that, and, you know. But yeah, they have the whole thing, and, and that's when you go to Lois. And well, Lois is getting ready for too, a date. That, uh, well, friggin', you know, they get Kalex from the. There's two Kalexes. Yeah. One of the yeah. Himalaya friggin' off. You have two of Arthur. everything, and these guys. It's I killing know. me. I really and, uh, hope, like you said, I don't want. I love the the, the new Fifty Two Superman until the truth story. Yeah. Uh, I don't need him back. I really don't. We read don't all of the new Fifty Two. Yeah, that's the thing. We have a Superman. You have a Clark Kent who we don't know what. We have pretty much, if she comes back, we have two Loises. We, we have, have two, every, and, and, and if Lois Jesus comes back Christ. as well, we have two superwomen. Yeah, and again, you want to talk about some of the people. Some of the people are like, oh, I think that this Clark is actually, you know, Connor, or I think it's Superboy Prime. Now you're going to have two Superboys. I've had enough. I, these dop- doppelgangers are just too much to, even when we're talking about it, it's a pain in the ass you to say, like, everything. this human uh, Clark and not the pre-flash point. You're going all over the place. And boy, I hope that this reborn story, reborn, it's it's me getting my sanity reborn because there's too much shit going on. And it, it just, it's a reborn uh, of the rebirth. It's, oh, they're oh gonna my God. Shit to it, make it's a really, better, there's hopefully. too many doppelgangers going on. The, uh, you have two Wally West now. You, everything is bonkers. But yeah, go on. Go on with your <laughs> Kalex talk. You got two but, Kalexes. Two fucking K- fortresses. Kalex informs the other Kalex that there is a security breach going on at the Himalayan fortress. Yeah. And Superman, he's trying to save Lana, so he's not worried about it. Like, there are security perimeters in check for this. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm going to keep this up. And there's a problem, though, because as we saw in the previous issue, Hank Henshaw has tracked Steel and Superman, leaving that to go to the Arctic one. Yeah. So now he has gone to the Himalayan base with his, like, you know, I want to say NASA guys, but I'm saying some kind of military crew. Yeah, yeah. And they're breaking in. The problem is... We never see a goddamn security measure take place in this no. whole goddamn issue. And no, it bothers there's no, the shit there's out of no me. security measures going on. The, uh, the other thing that's odd is uh, Hank Henshaw was in that Colorado fucking fortress I of know. solitude. So was Blank. Yeah, and it's weird because Blank is in this one. And so the other aliens one. in this. Yes, Blank is in this one. The aliens that were in there that Superman was trying to find a reason. And again, if you look, there are some aliens there, a lady and like a Sasquatch. And the they Sasquatch call out. The, that's the one I recognize from the Lois and Clark book. Yeah, I'm like, well, we that's what I'm saying. Before. And at this point... Like you would assume that they're prisoners because they're in the same with Blank, and Blank is a telepath, and he's controlling this Ramirez. Well, no, this guy is working. We actually we were, had a problem with that originally. They did at the end. Well, of this, this is what I'm believe- saying to people: if you didn't read oh. that, you have no idea why these people would be yelling out warnings. They're yelling warnings because they can't survive on our Earth. Superman is trying to find a way that they could either survive on our Earth or get them to somewhere where they can survive. Yes. They are actually in this fortress for protection. He is actually has them in these cells for their own good. They are not bad. 
They are good characters just stuck there because they can't survive on Earth. So that's Except for why. Blank. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'm saying that's why when Blank starts controlling him, the one lady's like, Blank, he's a telepath. He, if he gets in your head, and that's when the Sasquatch is like, run. That's why they're reacting that way. It, it's odd. I, I wonder if people are reading this and like, why would these prisoners care? Like, you would almost assume that when Blank got out, he'd let the, you know, get everybody out of there because, but that's not what he's about anyway. But most of these people in there besides Blank are there because they need to to survive. These are aliens that came down and Superman's trying to help them out. Blank is not the case. And now the other thing that's odd in this is in the Lois and Clark book, Blank and Hank Henshaw have quite the history together, oh, yeah. and they only kind of mention this as if well, Hank the had thing, heard when, of them. The, the guy they sent in, though, he has like a head Ramirez, camera or whatever yeah. going as Ramirez. He's going through. He immediately gets controlled by Blank, and he lets Blank out, and he sees through the freaking head cam. Like Hank Henshaw sees Blank. He's like, I've seen that Mount. face. And before we can do anything, you know, he's like, he's killed every inhabitant of Rusty Ridge, New Mexico, and then yes. disappeared. And then disappeared. And then the, and then the fucking goddamn whole goddamn fortress explodes. I'm left yeah. wondering, did Blank do this, or is this the security measure? Yeah, I don't know. About? And in the me- and that's, that's a hell of a up. security measure. Somebody know, breaks but, in like, and it blows up. What about the aliens, Jim? And, and here, yeah, and, and again, where you have Hank Henshaw talking about it at a point on in Lois and Clark, uh, Hank Henshaw actually fought Blank at one point and actually saved Superman from yeah. Blank with, you know, I don't want to get fully into it, but the Oblivion Stones were all uh, crazy uh, shit. See, but now this, the Oblivion Stone is freaking un- underneath all this rubble. Yeah, now the yeah. Just exploded. And, and we're not again, see that Oblivion Stone again. Again, if you read Lois and Clark, I think you just have to accept the fact that now they could retroactively, you know, say, oh, you know what, by the end, Blank had wiped his memory of everything before he did, but really, I just yeah. think they don't want to confuse people fully. They want to introduce Blank again to new Rebirth readers and Hank Henshaw and want to do something because that Lois and Clark ended very quickly, very forced, and I don't think that Dan Jurgens got to tell the story he really wanted to tell. I think he's doing it now. I think this is the continuation of that. Uh Just he has to kind of play around with it because of how it ended. It was a little well, odd. Blank is out and about now. Somehow yeah. it looks like he's the yeah. only survivor of this fortune exploded. Hank Henshaw and the rest of his men with this explosion, they got back in their helicopter, took the fuck off. And yeah. Blank is just standing on top of the rebel, just laughing and scuffing yeah. ass off. And, and I want to I want to remind you, because I did go back to last issue for another reason, but I saw, if people remember, Superman went and talked to Blank last issue. He went yeah. in and Blank knows everything about him. Oh, yeah, bad he news. knows everything about this Clark Kent. He knows that there's a doppelganger human Clark Kent that isn't him. He knows like everything this whole time, about Yeah, he's been him. locked up, but he's this fucking telepath. He's, he's a telepath. He's been fucking probing yeah, Superman's minute, mind yeah, this whole time. Yeah. And so he knows he's not from this world. He knows everything about him. So him being out is not just the fact that he can go and kill people. He knows everything about what's going, you know, about these characters and what's going on. I actually think if, if I was to guess, I think he's going right to Clark and doing something. Even, in fact, at this point is where maybe, you know, we don't even know that Blank is in the shadows fucking we, controlling we Clark know. as well. I just, no, I, I don't just know. don't know that he would have gotten from the Himalayas to Metropolis know, that quick. Because and, and there is a quick change in fucking Clark Kent, who we said it was, like, you know, kind of creepy early yeah. on to make it seem, in my mind, to be too over the top to, like, to make you think he's a bad yeah. guy. I'm like, yeah. no, it's too over the top. It's a red herring. He has but to be a it, good guy. It's but weird, he completely though. changes, yeah. in my mind, in this issue out of nowhere. Well, it's weird because at the beginning of last issue, he's there, he's shaving, or he's looking at himself in the mirror, and he does like he says, huh, 
I don't know why I didn't see this all along. Lois is important to me. And really, if you want to go through a whole thing, like you said, I don't know how that could have been blank then and all this stuff. But really, blank knowing and, and him pointing out last issue, you know what? I know about this doppelganger fucking Clark Kent, human Clark Kent and whatnot, but he also knows about Superman. If he wants to fuck with Superman, what better way to do it than to convince the Clark Kent that he should kill Superman because of the fact that he should be with Lois? Eh, I'm just throwing it out there. It's odd, but I don't, it doesn't really match up, uh, the no, timeline and stuff like that. His infatuation though with Lois Lane, it's the whole thing because the, this Clark Kent, I mean, the Superman that we're dealing with, He's the only one that has this kind of destiny with Lois Lane. The New 52 Superman, who was a part of this world for the, his entire life, he yeah. was never with Lois Lane. They, nope. they were like you know work associates at a time, maybe even friends towards the end. But before that, nothing. He was with yeah. Wonder Woman, and that's it. There is no real connection to this Lois Lane. So it, yeah. this human Clark Kent is somehow you know he's more connected to the uh, pre-Flashpoint Superman than yes, anything else. And this is the thing. People are like, you want to – obviously, even if I tell you, oh, you know what? It is blank who's controlling him to th- make him think this. It still doesn't explain – who this is because no, if you people are claiming like oh it's got to be kind of you know there are a lot of theories the problem with a lot of these theories though is they've tested him they have taken him to the fortress of solitude and he his, checks out as human he checks out as human memories and then they like scan his memories. memories and yeah they he has full memories that are like a humanized twist of the Superman story. You know, his parents were killed in an explosion to him, not a planet blowing up because he's human. This would make sense. It's a very humanized version of Clark Kent. Again, if you want to go back to, say, Mr. Oz, because in the Rebirth special, Mr. Oz showed up at pre-Flashpoint Superman's, you know, farm and said hey i just want you to know you're not who you think you are and neither new 52 superman and even dick. before that i know i'm wondering why superman just just didn't grab him at that point i wish he <laughs> would have uh but even at that point you had seen superman or uh mr oz even back in the new 52 where he was always there saying like this isn't how you're supposed to go come on now clark you're supposed to be that almost as if he had created them to take the place of whatever he may have created a human well, even, Clark to see even if that when, was uh, a better way. Even when the free Flashpoint Superman was fighting Doomsday at the beginning of the series during yeah. Rebirth, he was watching the whole time and just, you know, kind of encouraging him to take yes. a different path yep. because it's like, you know, he was testing him to see if he could overcome yeah. Doomsday and, and it, he was just yeah. really interested in the outcome. Yeah, and again, the whole thing when he showed up in the Superman run, that was Jeff Johns who was writing yeah. Superman at that point. John Romita Jr. and yeah, Jeff and Johns. John Romita Jr. on art. Uh, like you said, just there. It was always centered on Superman and always centered on, hey, you got to do it this uh, – he was always almost like a uh, a coach or like exactly, a, an yeah. offensive coordinator in football. Like, okay, I've set up the, the play. Here, just run the play. Do what you're supposed to do. Come on. You got to do it this way. But never really fully interacted with it. And it did seem even then when we were talking way back then, we thought that, huh, this is weird. Like he – has a plan for Superman yeah. as if he was like a creator of. You know what I mean? This was beyond just, hey, I, I got to get rid of hope. Hey, and, I'm a guy who's been watching you. Yeah, it's beyond this, that. This whole thing with rebir- rebirth and stuff like that and what he has become to us, it wasn't like that at first. It seemed like he was a very concerned, you know, creator, like something that he or at least knew what was supposed to happen. And it's really odd. That's why this reborn, hopefully, it does really tell us everything. But like I said, and hopefully he, well. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, like I said in that Rebirth special, that was one of my favorite parts. Is when Mister Oz just showed up and said, "Hey, you're not what you're, and your family it wasn't just Superman." Yeah. He said, "You and your family are not what you think you are, and neither's the new Fifty Two Superman." And then Skedaddle, they Bye never now. showed him Skedaddle. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? But yeah, the fortress goes down. You continue this uh, date, and like you said, Clark goes well, way, way issue, over the Clark, top. Clark Kent has asked Lois Lane out on a date, and she's not about it because she's a taken woman, like I said previously. But she's been trying to figure out who this human car can yeah. is. So she figures this is the best way to go about it. Yeah. I'm going to get him one on one. So yep. she accepts the date and she's getting ready for it the next night. And then Clark comes into the door and he's got a fucking limo yeah. waiting for her. Everything's changed. Fancy ass fucking restaurant. And they were just supposed to yeah. go to fucking Bibbo's. What's fun? Well, that's what burgers. the thing. It, it reminds me of like she set up a, a date on Tinder with Clark. And <laughs> when you, before you know this person, you really want to go somewhere where you're known. Like Lois going to Bibbo's, that's a safe area. She could, you know, it, nonsense happens. She just yells and Bibbo is going to stop any nonsense. You know what I mean? Now, he's now there. That's fucking 50 Shades of Grey going yeah. on with all this goddamn yeah. money. Now they're around. going all over the top. And it's very odd. Uh, if this continues this whole thing, because when Clark shows up, he says, man, it's raining cats and dogs out there. And then he's very confused about saying that. And he's like, huh, well, why do they even say that? Why did I say that? He says, raining cats and dogs. What a weirdo expression. I wonder where it came from. Woo! And he, and he goes, anywho, if you're ready to go. And she says, <laughs> anywho, but it, 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 for some reason, struck in my mind. If you remember last issue, when he went into that bar and fucking fell, uh, like yeah. a moron, when he got out, he yelled at the one mobster, hey, you're going to the Hooskow. And the guy says, "Who's Cal? Nobody said that in years." And again, oh no, he's very like old style Smallville kind of action it's going on. It's very odd that it like everything to him seems like it has a date. Like he is time stamped to right. be an older. Not, not, I'm not saying an age, but an he's, older. Sorry, he's like a fucking, uh, friggin', uh, I can't think of He's like a, gold, say, I'm telling you, he's like a golden age Superman. Like Christopher Reeve fucking, yeah. you know, Clark Kent. He in my is mind. not a I Superman. Never, I cannot remember Christopher yeah. Reeve's name for a second. Yeah. He is name. not, he doesn't seem to be a person of this time. So yeah. if he is a clone or he is something, it's definitely from before. And that would be where I would say if he's a clone, if people are saying this, I think he's just a, a humanized clone. Of pre-Flashpoint Superman, and this is where he's getting these ideas. I said to you, it's almost like Bizarro, when Bizarro would get these ideas that he's really Superman. And why, you know, why is this Superman claiming I'm the real Superman and, and it's starting to fuck with him? Right, like, it's I, almost I'm like a, his I'm, brain's well, gone talking fried. about it here, I'm going to throw out a goddamn theory for your ass. You ready for this shit? Yeah. Alright, so we know that the JSA is coming back, right? Yeah. The whole thing back in the day was the JSA were the like the uh, the heroes of Earth too, the older heroes. Okay. And then after the crisis, they were merged into this world. The timeline we became one thing, yeah. and there was no other Earth two in these old heroes. And in that in that old continuity, you know, super like Earth two Superman and Earth two Lois Lane, they were trapped in that goddamn pocket universe. What if this is somehow? The older, like, you know, Earth 2 Superman, who was with Lois Lane and shit like that, and he, that's yeah. why he's kind of got this time stamp to him, but somehow he's younged up, you know? He's but been he, made yeah. to, like, you, you're like made said, to forget. Like, the rest of them, like, nobody seems to know about the JSA. Like, they're magically made to forget, and maybe that goes along with this where yeah. He ha- is this human. You I don't think know. that that's, it, yeah, that's the thing that about that. The powers thing, seem thing. weird. Him not having powers is so odd, and that's the weird thing about it is – they actually, like, if they hadn't gone to the fortress and test them, because they legit 
legitimately the fourth justice all oh, says he does down. not have powers he doesn't it's not he's not pretending he he's human. not doing it he is full out human that's the weird part of it that's the thing that any theory it throws everything off because even if i said he's a clone of pre-flashpoint superman are we saying that clones do, the the meta you know that doesn't transfer to a clone because we've seen that it does at points well, you even know what that, i mean he's not human so you know you, you would be able to yeah, tell he's yeah you would, you would be able to tell yeah it's so weird that's why i think that he is just a made person to resemble that that at one point when i i don't i can't even say that the only thing that i could think of as that thing well we'll we'll finish and then i'll tell you because that's this is the point clark has gone so goddamn over the top he actually asked lois to marry him uh, that's yeah, crazy that I'm is insane. he is just going full-blown yep. crazy out of nowhere and, and then she yep. she walks out on because she can't deal with that fucking shit and, and she goes says, home Yep. And like Clark is like, you know, he goes back into his room. He's like, tail that goddamn cab. He's going to follow her home. And she goes back to Hamilton County and he sees then that she has a whole other family. She has yeah. a Clark Kent and a son of her own. And he goes, she's been lying to me this whole time. Yep. I've got to make her mine. Yeah. And even before he says to Lois, we have to be together. We have yeah. to. It just in his mind, this it doesn't click that they're, it, you know, nothing will make sense unless they're together. You know what I mean? That's the other thing that I want to point out that. I don't know if I'm just seeing things. He gets in that goddamn taxi and yells, follow that taxi. That don't look like anybody's in that driver's seat, Eric. Oh, <laughs> there no, is no. a and steering that, wheel I and thought it's that an was empty supposed seat. To be the, I thought that was supposed to be the limo. Yeah, that he they came there in, but it doesn't look like a limo anymore, and there's yeah. no one in that goddamn and, driver's seat. I, I he gets in that limo though. The limo's there. It is the limo, but nobody's driving. No. He's there, and he's like, follow that taxi. <laughs> like, there's nobody there, Superman. And uh, is that Clark. part of the whole thing too? There's just like over, like like we saw before when he walked into his apartment in the last issue, and then just disappeared. Is there some goddamn fucking like overlord that is controlling everything, making sure that he gets what yeah. he needs, yeah. and he just can't see it? Well, in the meantime, they go, and uh, Lana is in the uh, battle armor. They're talking, and suddenly there's no word that you know, false alarm. Everything's secure from the fortress. That's completely destroyed yeah and superman's like oh it's good you know of course i'm glad there's not another uh crisis brewing and that's where blank is laying there in the rubble just laughing and to me he's laughing at more than just him laying in the rubble of the fortress like he is doing shit and that's why I don't know if he's laughing at is the he point. Is he able to, like, you know, take control that far away? Who that's knows? That's what I'm saying. Know? I don't know the the length and the distance that he can do this, but it really does seem like he is really happy. Like, this isn't a guy. He is a badass guy. This isn't a guy who would break free of the fortress. He's done it before. He's already yeah. done exactly what happened now with Hank Henshaw. Again, maybe that's wiped away or whatever. He's not one to lay in rubble and just laugh. He's, yeah, he's a man he's of action. There. I don't know. You keep saying that. I, I see oh, him standing he's there myself. He's, you see the fucking shit that he's on. I don't know. If he's standing, then I don't know how that shit between his legs is going out from between his legs. He's sitting or laying up, but he's not. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. just there kind of laughing with shit all around him. Uh, you know, I think he's more uh, like that is the wild card that I don't think a lot of people are putting into their theories that he's more involved than we would like to think. But yeah, right. That's when I see you said uh, 
Clark finds out that Lois has been lying, that, that there's kids, but there, there has to be a point. staring outside into there's their the house to have dinner. Yeah, even Brandon brought it up. There's Lois continues. Lois is, you know, you, you don't get a lot of Lois here that you can point that she's a bad mother because she you, she's very sympathetic because you have Clark there being crazy, so you're worried about her. The minute she goes back home, she sits down and fucking little John says, hey, I'm really glad you guys came home while he's eating. I was getting sick of frozen pizza. Now, it looks like John has probably gone three weeks without any parent in this goddamn house. And Lois says, well, we don't need to see what you're eating, John. Please don't speak with your mouth full. I'd be like, you bitch. (laughs) This poor kid's been making frozen pizza. Every guy, He's so excited for his parents to finally eat dinner with him. And she yells at him because he's talking with his, his mouth full. And they have super, super. Eh, I'm happy to be here too, John. Yeah, like and he says it's been a couple too. of days. It's been a long couple of days. I'm like, yeah, it's been a long couple of weeks. You son of a bitch. Uh, but yeah, you even have the point where uh, Lois says nothing too over the top. I hope. And he's like, ah, we're getting back on track. It's like it's another one where he's they're starting to keep secrets again. But yeah, yeah. And then John, John wants ice cream. And are you done your homework? The fuck. What a bitch. Now you want to be a mother of the piece of shit? Just have some fun the one goddamn night. I like John's like, writing's hard work. Writing's is hard work there, mama. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, you see it there. Clark has shown up. He's watching and, and says, that guy, you know, I remember. I remember all of it. You've ruined my life. You've ruined everything. And I really do to me. And then he, all of a sudden he sits up and he's like, well, if you, if it's fun you want, it's fun you'll get. And I'm like, <laughs> he is completely gone. I, I do think it's one of those where possibly he is some sort of clone. Uh, I don't think that he's somebody that I think that shit's gone haywire. Like whatever yeah. he's supposed to be, maybe it's even one of those we find out later that he has a shelf life that he's not supposed to live. You know what I mean? His brain right. is scrambled now and shit. And also seeing John at that one point and now seeing another Clark of himself with Lois, who he thinks he's supposed to be with, I think has completely fried his brain. This is something that is a reality. Oh, he's that scary does, as fuck now. It would be if he was a computer, he does not compute like he is going nuts. And yeah, he is scary and we got to see what's going to go on. But uh, I said earlier, I don't even remember what my goddamn – oh, I just said, just to remind people too, if people are saying anything about the New 52, we brought it up before, that the New 52, Lois and and Superman were never together. So for him to think this has to be, this has to be us together, I don't think that that points anything towards him being the New 52 Superman. And if so, it's going to be very weird. Uh, But no, I don't know. I'm going to wait to see what happens. Every time I come up with goddamn full-out theories, I'm always wrong. I'm not (laughs) even going to try. Uh, but I think he might be a clone of the pre-flashpoint Superman. I think that people are going a little too f- like you're really trying to think more about it. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, you're you trying wanna, to make it bigger than it will yeah, be. Yeah, you want to make it bigger. I don't think it, th- this Clark is going to be as big. I mean, he is from he showed up when Geneticron was involved and they had a doomsday. I mean, this is crazy shit that Geneticron was involved with. And then the it just disappeared and ended up in the goddamn Amazon. In the Amazon, I yeah. mean, this Geneticron, and also how this 
Clark, again, it's been so long, it seems, Clark was so convinced that they were trying to kill him. That they, Oh, I was investigating him. They were trying to kill me. This whole connection with him and Genetic. That's, that's when the New 52 Superman told me to take off and he was going to yeah. take my place. Yeah. And so and, he was Clark Kent. And all this, like, there was such a big Genetocron connection at the beginning of Rebirth that they really dialed back. I'm telling uh, you, we only deal, dealt with Genetocron lately to get freaking Superman to a call in Zade's home yeah, planet yeah, yeah. so we could get left. And Besides I really do that, think, we have not dealt with you it. know, that whole thing with genetic being pushed to the back burner a little uh, seems to me that it's because they want to wait to tell more of that story in this big event. Like at some point they decided, you know, let's not really – because he was the, – the big thing, that's all he worried about was doing investigation on Genetocron and that, that kind of – Boom. It was done, not mentioned for a while. I think that that's the tie-in. They're up, whoever they are, whatever they're doing, I think is involved with all yeah, of I'm this. Telling you, the way we'll probably get into it is because Lois is still trying to find out about them, and John told, yep. him, told her where the building was. Yep. You know, yeah. She could be continuing yeah, her investigation that, and like, find some Lois, shit out. Lois put that on the back burner because she wants to know who this Clark is, and yes, I do believe that we're going to be visiting that Geneticron and finding out what the hell was going on in the connection. Like you said, they had uh, a doomsday. They had a lot of crazy shit going on, and we'll they see. They call in Zade's fucking spaceships, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I Space actually pods. think they'll forget about that. <laughs> and again, though, those were teleportation things in there. Who knows? The building just disappearing and showing up in the Amazon's fucked up. But well, that's we'll where the call said it. Yeah, yeah, we'll see where it goes and things like that. But uh, it's crazy. But what did you give it? You know what? I'm telling you, though, the freaking the change of Clark Kent just going over the top. I'm telling you, I've been wanting to find out more about this mystery has been the big deal of the series for me since this goddamn book started at Rebirth. And this complete change out of nowhere really threw me off. I know we're getting that whole thing like last issue, with just a little bit, though, where he's like, you know what? We should be together. It was one thing asking around for a date. It's another thing to go to the next day where he is out of his like out of out of control, insane about, you know, we got to get married. I'm going to do all this. It was just too quick out of nowhere for how long we've been dealing with this thing. And, you know, that whole thing with the, the Fortress of Solitude in the Himalayas with the yeah, security protocols and not seeing a goddamn thing yeah. bothered the shit out of me. But I did love the art in this book, and because of that, I gave it a 6.8 out of 10. Uh, actually, the the thing with, with Clark, that's the one thing I liked. I liked it because up until now, we're wondering, is he human? Is he what? Is he lying or whatever? This whole crazy thing, I think, is tying into exactly what he is. And I think that that's where you're getting the idea here going into Reborn. Like, holy shit, he doesn't even know what the fuck's going on. Like, he has gone insane. And I don't think this was, let's push the story ahead because we don't have any time. I think that this is exactly what they want to do because they want to show you that something is wrong with him. Uh, Before, he seemed creepy. But even we said at one point he seemed creepy, but then we're like, eh, I don't know. You know what I mean? It, it was always just creepy to us. It always because, just seemed like we were reading into it because we knew he was a doppelganger. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that all up until then, the the reason why we're like, boy, he's creepy was because we knew that he really wasn't what he thought he was or whatever. I think this ties right into it where all of a sudden, like I said, if he's a – say he's a robot. Not that he is, but if you're a robot and you're programmed to have something exactly happen the way it's supposed to and then – all of a sudden shit around you ruins that protocol, you're going to go bonkers. We've seen it, you know, and I think that's what's happening. Whether he's a clone, whatever he is, his whole brain, his whole concept of what he is is getting thrown out of fucking whack because of all this other thing. And and really, I think that when he was made, again, this is all theories. Now I'm going into theories. I'm going to go into theories. But when he was put there, I don't think whoever did this or whatever he's supposed to be had any concept that there was a pre-Flashpoint Superman in this universe with the Lois, with the 
but John, and that is something that he is not able to grasp. He cannot get that through his head that he thinks, you know, everything's pushed again, and he thinks he's supposed to. I mean, I'm not saying who or what. He does think he's supposed to be with Lois. There's something in him that makes him think that they have to be together. The problem is she's already with him. She's with a, somebody who looks exactly like him, and I don't. It's his brain is getting fried by this, and we're we're going to find out. And I'm really intrigued uh, to see what that is, and I do think that that is a huge thing in this, uh, you know, reborn. I think it uh, ties into pre-flashpoint this, and the way they push this is a setup to well, show I'm you. They, they even say I didn't even realize at the end of this book though it says who is Clark yeah, Kent? Who find is Clark out Kent? Next I'm week telling you, this is huge, and I, I really do think that you're supposed to get this idea idea that he is a good guy i don't think people are, i don't think he's evil i i don't think he don't thinks think he's, he is <laughs> i don't think but that's the thing is i don't think that he thinks it's anything it'd be like you going home and all of a sudden there's an eric shea there with jess i know you'd probably fucking hitchhike out and go fucking see ya, you fucking doppelganger Sucker. but again i come <laughs> home and i'm like holy shit there's somebody in the house my wife's cheating on me and i go in and it's me I mean, there are people who probably would fucking, you know, you'd, you'd go insane. You wouldn't be able to understand or get the concept that I have somebody else that's with my, you know, th- this is that, not the, the way it's. between me and other people because I always expect there to be a doppelganger no. to show up sometime that I have to fight yeah, and kill really. because I'm going to do the same thing to yeah, me. Yeah, really. But again, this is why I'd like to think this is all something that's a clone. They, he has programmed memories, these memories, and I think that he has his whole life kind of up until a point hardwired into him and shit is going wrong that isn't going with what he thinks is supposed to happen or it did happen and all this and it's driving him insane he's going insane and we'll see what happens i I just think that's part of it i think that's why he's so over the top it just does not make sense to him and he has gone insane because of it but we'll see we shall see but i would give it a 7.5 same right. thing that I gave uh, Detective because I am intrigued to see what's going on, though. There are so many loose ends, and I hope they tie it up. But again, so do I, man. man, these books where I don't know, were they hard to talk about these two? Because no, it seemed so. like it just everything, though, is Superman and action. Com- I mean, well, action comics in general, it's just hard to talk about. Well, here's the, the thing. It's not even talk about, but everything is speculation going yeah. forward. Like we have the League of Shadows and we're talking about Batman and things like that. And yet. Anything that I say, it's like, well, it could be the League of Shadows. It might not be. We got Lady Shiva. Is she doing this? Does she have other guys? This book, though, actually, comics, is so hard to just kind of say, okay, I like it because it sets up this because what the fuck is it setting up? We we don't know. So <laughs> I really do think that – The big mystery we've had since the beginning of the yeah, movie. We've and been, and we've again, been I don't know that – at the beginning, we were going to have this reborn. Maybe, maybe this has been planned all along. I think that things have gotten so. a little out of hand and they have to fucking reel shit in. And this would be the best way to do it. Uh, and I, I am looking forward to it. Like you oh, said, so you're I. looking forward to the League of Shadows story. I'm really looking forward to reborn because I want answers. So God I. damn it. These, we these better the answers get, I've been wanting from the get go. Yeah, I'm all about reborn. Better get those goddamn answers, Eric. I'll, I'll slice your throat. And there you go. I'm making the threat Man, to you. You better, call, you better call Dan Jurgens and Peter Tomasi and tell her they better fucking give us some answers. But yeah, we we'll talk s- to each other. We'll every see you next night, week. Okay? We'll see you next week. Yeah. Who you and Peter? T- you know, uh, Peter J. Tomasi well, and Dan Jurgens. We get on the party Jurgens. line. We just 
just fucking talk it out till we you like. You don't let hey, me. You getting sleepy? No, nobody wants you. You're, like, hey, you're, getting sleepy, buddy? Yeah, I think I'm gonna hang up tonight. All right, baby, I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's not nice of you. You don't ever talk to me. Well, that that is Look, the spotlight it's, it's because not, I'm not. It's not it. me. It's them. This is yeah. I'm about to play some rap songs for you to get you pissed off because now I'm jealous and I'm upset. I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, if you like what you hear. Tonight, I don't know. We kind of rambled Fucking a bit, but that's normal. And rambling about theories. Ramble and theories and half theories. I'm like, I'm not giving theories. Then I give a half theory. Then I get the fuck out. That's how I do things. You can give that's like how seven I half theories. That's how I parent. I go and I say, you know what? It's time for me to parent. And I walk away. I made my statement. I get the fuck out of there. Because then later they're like, you didn't even try to be a parent. I'm like, fuck yeah, I did. I told you. It's about time for me to parent. I'm Lois Lane. Mm. Don't eat with your mouth full. You need a drink? Yes, yes, really. Uh, You want to hear what we're going to talk about? I said You just heard us talk, yapping. Uh, The regular podcast, we talk about almost every book that came out. I think this week we have 13 books that we will be talking about, rambling on with them. You want to hear what they are? You you want to hear what's in store for you this coming podcast? We have Batgirl number eight, and that's pretty much the – to me, that's the beginning of – of the story of her and the Son penguin. penguin son. Yeah. Uh, we did have the setup issue, the first issue, but now we're going to get into the nitty gritty. We're going to have that. I wish that Clark said nitty gritty and that, and then like you, or something, you know, really crazy, like really old school. Maybe like, like even like talk with what? a Mae West accent, right? Or like, hey, My I didn't know they had the talkies here. Stuff, something like that. Or he goes out and there's a, a fucking, you know, a car's coming at him. Oh my goodness, this horseless carriage. What's going on? Or he'll stab it. That's always my favorite. Uh, also, Batman Beyond number five. Little, little Bruce Wayne and Joker story I hear. Blue Beetle number six. You want to give us a little, little hint what that's about, Eric? Have you figured it out there, yet? There's, uh, <laughs> there's some magic involved and, no. uh, because of that, things get very convoluted and Eric doesn't quite understand everything. Okay. Here's something that is all Fucking magic. There is actually Harley's Little Black Book number six is listed on my list. I don't know that that, that came I, out. That, that did not come out this week. I didn't think it did. You'd have to see. Hellblazer number seven did though, Eric. Oh, sure did. Hell. I, I'm pretty much done with that book. Yeah, I've me? given up on that. I That's a Reggie, Reggie thing. As well. Reggie fucked um, all this up. Justice League of America number one uh, starts off the series proper uh, with the extremists. <laughs> if you say so. The extremists, Eric. The extremists? <laughs> yes, the extremists and Lord Havoc, I hear, are the villains du jour. Ah, yes. We also have Teen Titans number five. Don't know anything about that. How about I have you? not read that yet. I have no idea. I don't the, even know what Chris gave it on the site. No, I don't. Uh, he gave it an eight. I know he gave it an eight. Man, you spoilers, man. Damn. Hey, people, people aren't listening. Uh, the Commandi oh. Challenge number two. That's Peter J. Tomasi and Neil Adams' uh, version of the Commandi Challenge. Eric, and I'll tell you, I said to Reggie because I did not review it. I reviewed the first one. Reggie uh, graciously took this one off my hands because I just I didn't think I'd be into it. I'll tell you. That Neil Adams, my friend, might be in my top three artists right now. Really? Uh, the things that I've seen. His writing in that coming of Superman was a little wacky, though we liked it. His art is awesome. It is so – in that commodity, it looks fucking great. I, and yeah, if I've you don't like it, it, I'll punch you in the face. I'm not a huge Neil Adams fan. No, I'm telling you, it's, it really looks good. It really looks good. But that's it. That's all I have listed on this app. <laughs> I thought there were more books. I'm pretty I, I, sure there are more books. I, they didn't they even, even mention the Flash. Stroke, the Flash. What is this going on here? Let me load this up again. 
Uh, fucking ridiculous. Because I have Wonder Woman as well this week. It doesn't have any of them on here. What's going on? <laughs> it is 2.22, right? I'm going to sure grab is. my – I was doing it on the tablet. I'll grab my phone here, see if I can get that quick before it dies there. Uh, <laughs> give us a, give us your thoughts of this week as I load uh, I can, up. I can just tell you we have Suicide Squad. No, don't you go. Don't for. you go with this. Yeah, what's weird is I see that it says 14 books this week on the tablet. Then I load up on the thing. I didn't. It didn't even list Action Comics, for Christ's sake. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to start again. Why? Uh, I just, we, we're in total of the ones. Action Comics 974, Batgirl number 8, Batman Beyond number 5, Blue Beetle number 6, Deathstroke number 13, Detective Comics, it didn't even have on that last one, Detective Comics 951, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number 15, Hellblazer number 7, Justice League of America number 1, Suicide Squad number 12, Teen Titans number 5, Flash number 17, and Wonder Woman number 17. You good? I had to cough there. Okay, I, I really don't know what's going on anymore. I'm like, no, why did no. you have to read it again? <laughs> well, because it only I we missed seven books. There were seven books not listed on that. I, I said we're gonna have thirteen books. I think I listed six. <laughs> but there we go. That's gonna be on the regular podcast. That is it, Eric. We're done. We'll see you in five is that how many days? Five? I don't four. Know. Two, three. Whenever the hell it is. I never even know what day it is, but what do we say at the end of this <laughs> podcast, Eric? Let's turn that spotlight off. Turn the spotlight off. God. Pretty sure that last bit of your cough got in there.